Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Lead anchor for MLB Network, the one, the only Greg Amsinger, who's very busy with draft preparation. We do appreciate your time this morning, sir. How you doing? I'm doing well. A bit reflective this morning, Randy. Um, yeah, I look back at my career, how it all started. I was an intern for you, then I was a radio producer for you, and I don't think I was a very good producer, honestly. I, I looking back, I don't think I was very good. I couldn't book any big gets. Remember Denny McGrain? He was your yep. guy. He could he could book people. I didn't know why I sucked at it, and then. Your current producer Matthew texted me yesterday. I'm going to read the text to you, and this okay. is the magic. This is this is the special sauce. This is how you book a guest, folks. Here is this. Matthew's text. Uh, uh, good afternoon, Greg. Hope you're having a good week. Hair's been especially dangerous when I've tuned in. Are you available for 8:30 a.m. tomorrow with Randy and Michelle? That is how you book a guest. <laughs> That, that is, is good producing. That's fantastic. <laughs> but you know what, Greg? The hair has been especially dangerous. No lies were told. No. Well, thank you. I appreciate no. that. But, but, hey, that's how you get people to say yes. How can I say no to that text? <laughs> no, you, you cannot. Uh, you, Greg Amsinger, cannot say no to that text. No way. <laughs> By the way, you were fantastic in the role because the, the role has changed. You did a great job of setting up so that I knew when to go to a commercial break. And at that point, we were taking phone calls, and you did a great job of screening the calls for me. It's just a different job now. And the job that you did, obviously, it led to where you are right now now so uh, you should take uh, a lot of credit for that you did a, a terrific well, uh, job. thank you I, I guess what you're saying is you got to have a bit more charisma now to be a top flight producer and i think i was lacking in that department i'm not a schmoozer believe it or not when you watch me on tv you would think i would sell you a car mm-hmm. wow. but I, i'm really not that kind of networky schmoozy guy you got a good one there matthew he knows how to get the yes out of guests he does so how much did you hate that Cardinal game last night? <laughs> oh, man. First off, it was blacked out in St. Louis, which they're still working on that, by the way. Major League Baseball is trying to get rid of blackouts. Um, and then <laughs> we're, I'm on after it. It was our showcase game on our on our network. You couldn't see that in St. Louis. We had a different game on in St. Louis Market. And right after the game, it's me and Harold, and, and I'm trying to act like I'm in a good mood. Hey, what a great comeback win for the Dodgers. What my angle instead was, without without talking about the game, I didn't want to talk about the game. And it's, it's really unprofessional, by the way. Like, kids, don't be like Uncle Greg. That is not how you do your job on national TV. But I come on camera, and they, enter, they talk about the player of the game when it's over. And I come on camera, and I'm dying laughing. I go, Harold, for the first time in my life, the player of the game in a Major League Baseball contest was someone that took an over. He took it over. He went oh, zero for zero with four walks and a sack fly. That was the player of the game. Yeah, Max Muncy was the player of the game, and it drove me bananas. What are we? What are we teaching kids? Hey, Billy, how'd you do today, Coach Pitch? Oh, I didn't swing the bat, Dad. I got on base four times. Had a boy. Come on. Oh, man. Well, Greg, as much as you hated last night's Cardinals game, I bet on the other end of the spectrum, no one's more over the moon than you that Albert Pujols is going to compete in the home run derby this year. I was so happy. I mean, the cherry on top of that day's uh, Sunday uh, for me, I think it was the next day, maybe it was the same day, 
was watching Albert Pujols celebrate a homer with Nelly behind home plate. Like, two of my favorite humans outside of all my relatives. Like, if I want to – like, have you ever had that game? If you could invite, like, four people to dinner, who would it be? Well, two of them would be Albert Pujols and Nelly. Are you kidding? That's like – Nelly is my best friend that I haven't met yet. I hope he's listening right now. I want to hang out with Nelly in the worst way. You know, hardcore St. Lunatics. We love our hometown. Crazy for the Cardinals and the Blues. To watch Nelly celebrate with Albert and having Albert back in St. Louis, it's working out exactly how I said it was going to work out. Is he going to have an OPS over 900? No. Does anyone really care? No. we got great stars on the team. The lineup does need a bit of a boost. These guys are going to wake up in the second half. Albert is doing what everyone dreamt he would do, and that is come back, remind St. Louis that the first 11 years mattered to him, that he truly loves it here, and he's having more fun than he's ever had. I mean, you guys covered him. You guys saw him when he was a player here before he went to L.A. He never had this many laughs and smiles. And no. this is pure joy for Albert. And it's so fun to watch and to see him in the Derby at the age of 42. I'm 43. <laughs> I can't walk down the steps in the morning without being in pain. Okay? <laughs> this guy, I have to take I have to take three Advil just to go to the driving range. This guy's going to compete against Juan Soto and Pete Alonso at the age of 42. That's amazing to me. I am inspired by Albert Pools. Okay, I got to circle back to one thing, Greg. Dinner party at Greg Amzinger's. You're at the head of the table. We've got Nellie and Albert on one side. <laughs> Who gets the other two invites? Do they, they have to be alive, right? Yeah, they, yeah. They have, to, they have to be alive. Oh, my goodness. This is almost impossible. Who gets the other two? Ah, if, they, if we could play the dead game, I mean, Jack Buck would be totally there in a heartbeat. Um, uh, but we can't do that. So who are my favorite people? I, I don't want to give this a 50% answer. So I'm going to think about this while I'm answering other questions. At the end of this interview, I will give you the other two. Okay, okay. great. Uh, Greg, right. <laughs> who would have thought this the week before the All-Star game? We're here on July 14th. It's July 14th. It's the middle of July. And the Seattle Mariners are tied for the last wild card spot in the American League. And the Baltimore Orioles are only two <laughs> games behind that. It's amazing. I got into an argument with Bo Porter and Bill Rifkin, former Oriole Bill Rifkin, about, you know, we're, we're like a month and change away from the Orioles being buyers at yeah, the right. deadline. <laughs> this is amazing. And they go, whoa, 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 whoa. No. Bo Porter's like, he's a smart man, man. He's, he knows baseball. You got to stay the course if you're the Orioles. Stay the course. You got your young group. Don't give away any of your, your young talent. Don't, don't think you're better than you are. Stay the course. And, and, and this is you, you were you're working on for 2023, 2024. I go, whoa, 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 whoa. look up, look up and down this roster. Are you telling me it is a guarantee that the Baltimore Orioles will be in, in, in a spot to be a buyer at the deadline next year when you share a division with the Yankees, the Blue Jays, the Red Sox and the Rays? You're telling me that's automatic? that we're going to see the Orioles in the mix for the postseason in 2023 and 2024? No. No way. Unless there's realignment and they get sent mm-hmm. to the NL Central, which isn't going to happen. So to me, if you get a chance to strike and you're the Baltimore Orioles and you have a dying fan base in a ballpark that, that, that is iconic, that they moved the wall back, which worked, by the way. They've got a winning record at home, 25-17. and 17. That idea works. Uh, you've got to buy. You've got to give something to your fan base. Do something that says, hey, we believe in this team right now. 
So I, I love what's happening in Baltimore. They're ahead of their pace. I thought Adley Rushman was going to get to the big leagues, and, and, and they were going to be dying on the vine for two more years. But I'm seeing a lot of similarities to Buster Posey circa 2010. You know, Buster Posey, the most overlooked aspect of his talents were the fingers he put down, his instincts for the game. Adley Rushman, every scout always said Adley Rushman had Buster Posey-esque instincts behind the plate. The team ERA has dropped considerably since he's been called up to the big leagues. They've got a winning record. Uh, then you got Julio Rodriguez, who's my favorite young player in the game. I, I've always been a believer in the Seattle Mariners. They are trending in the right direction. When Suarez is hitting bombs, Jesse Winker's hitting bombs, watch out. The old guys are letting him down. The young guys like Ty France and Julio Rodriguez were keeping them in the game. The pitching is one of the most consistent rotations in all the American League. I buy the Mariners. I'm all about what's going on in Baltimore right now. I'm concerned with the Blue Jays, even though they just won. They fired their manager, which, by the way, we've all had a bad month, right? All of us. Every human has had a bad month. Well, you know you got to step it up because you just didn't give it for the last four weeks. It's not your best. Man, Charlie Montoya got fired after the first losing month since September of 2019. First month he's had a losing record since September of 2019, and he got fired after a win, and there are four games over 500. I, I get it if you're paying this guy $10 million, but I don't think he's making a million. It's ridiculous. They, the front office should have fired themselves. And, Greg, they were still in the playoff hunt, the playoff field. I, 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 I have to believe there was pushback. To me, this scream Mike Schilt. There was philosophical mm-hmm. pushback on approaches at the plate because if you look up and down their lineup and compare them last year, they're in the red. Every guy's in the red. No one is playing at their 2021 level. So is that Charlie Montoya's fault? I, I think there's been a quote-unquote approach and a styles hitting and a patience at the plate that has been force-fed to some of these players, and, and Charlie Montoya more than likely was fed up with that and didn't like the, the integration of data from upstairs. And it happens a lot, and I think it costs him his job. And, and you're going to see more Charlie Montoya cases going forward. It's just it, it's the way it is. They're not going to win these fights. Managers will not win these fights. All right, I want to go back to what you think about Baltimore and related to the Cardinals, who, according to MLB Pipeline, have four of the top 100 prospects. According to the latest Baseball America ratings, they have seven top 100 guys. Should the Cardinals put together two or three of those guys to be big-time buyers? I think they should. I really do. Uh, This is clearly a team that needs to add an arm, a bullpen piece, not just reacting to what happened last night, uh, but a starting pitcher. Matthew Libertor is going to have a bright future in St. Louis, but I don't think he's ready to give you considerable innings in a very important uh, series in September. Uh, I I don't view him that way yet. And he's got a bright future. He's going to be a top guy for this team. They need to, to allocate young talent. I mean, this is a win-now club. I, we love the young players all up and down the diamond, but when you've got Arenado, you've got Goldschmidt, you've got this unique season at your footstep, when you've got Adam Wainwright pitching the way he's pitching at this age, you got a 42-year-old DH who's iconic, who's hanging it up, and, and Yadier Molina, whatever you get from him, he's still on the roster, and this is a special season that people will never forget. I, I think they did it for a reason, they're going to go all in. And still, folks, I know, I know you think this is a disappointing year right now. It's not. It's not. The, the lineup is 18 times better than what the Milwaukee Brewers have. And the Brewers don't have the farm system to go get a bat 
that's going to really be a game changer. Even if they get Josh Bell, I still think the lineup of the Brewers will hold them back from winning the division. The Cardinals have way too much thump. Even though you're not seeing it yet on a consistent basis, they're going to outslug the team that's in front of them. And that, to me, is why the Cardinals win the division. All right, Greg, we've arrived at the end of the interview. Who's getting the other two seats at the dinner table? You know, uh, because I, I I love broadcasting, and it's like my thing. I, I know this is kind of outside the box, but I want a great conversation. I'm going to go with uh, – let me give you the obvious. My favorite player of all time, Ozzie Smith. Ozzie Smith, Ozzie Smith, Albert Pujols, Nelly. Okay, I love Ozzie to this day. And I'm going to mix it up. I'm going to put Howard Stern at the table. Oh. Howard Stern. Howard Stern is a wild card. I'm not saying I'm a shock jock sports host, but if there was such a thing, I, I would probably be close to that. I mean, Stephen A. Smith and, and, and Skip Bayless, they're like pundits. They just spout off. I mean, could, this is, I love doing what I'm doing right now. Bob Costas always said, hosting's for the birds. Be, be someone that's a guest. Right? Hey, Greg, what do you think of the weather? I get to give my opinion? I get paid for that? This is crazy. It's so much fun. So it's easy for me to be Stephen A. Smith and Skip Bayless. Give us your opinion. But when you're hosting and you're getting yelled at while you're laughing and talking and you got to do this full screen and you got this sales item, blah, 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 blah. I think Howard Stern, the way he's done it, hosting and I, you know, I just think he, he's entertaining, and it would be an amazing dinner. So are Michelle and I missing out on steak or pizza or fish? What is it that you're going <laughs> to no, have? No, 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 no. You're, you're at the kids' table. No, <laughs> like a really oh, great oh. character at the kids' table. We'll have some Kool-Aid. It'll be spiked. And I'll come yes. over and hang out with you guys after a couple of pictures where you really let loose. <laughs> Love it. Uh, I'll work the room, Randy. I'm going to work the room. I don't. I don't have the charisma of Matthew, your producer, but I will work the room. <laughs> okay, and I got to ask you this because the draft is Sunday night. At no, fill in the blank. At number twenty-two, Greg Amzinger loves blank for the Cardinals. Oh, it's so tough. So I, I'm hearing Kumar Rocker is a legit wow. Uh, often Kumar Rocker throwing a hundred, and this is quick to the big leagues, folks. He's going to be available for the Cardinals at twenty-two. He's quick to the big leagues. You could see him next year. Uh, he's polished a, a college baseball star. But can I dream on a guy? Mm-hmm. Okay, Spencer Jones. I was at the combine and I saw what looked like to me a left-handed hitting Aaron Judge, and he's six foot seven. He's huge. He's strong. He doesn't even know how to hit the ball in the air yet. Had the greatest exit velocity there, reminiscent of what I saw Aaron Judge at Fresno State. I would go and dream on Spencer Jones. But if I'm also getting excited, if Daniel Susak drops. If he drops to 22, the Cardinals would have the catcher of the future. I don't know what people aren't seeing in him. I think this kid is every bit as talented as Adley Rushman, and I know people are going to roll their eyes at that. Daniel Susak is the real deal. Make up off the charts. If you want the catcher of the future, he could be there at 22. Just remember I said that. Susak to the Cardinals, but I'm going to go Kumar Rocker, potentially Spencer Jones, and then Daniel Susak. That's some intel for you. If people recall that name, his brother caught for the Giants, correct, Andrew? That's absolutely right. So he's got that older brother, uh, the pedigree of being around a big league yard for a while. Of all the young people, I I get a chance to talk to a lot of these kids that are draftees. The most impressive interview was Daniel Susak. I mean, just baseball IQ off the charts. Fans in St. Louis would go crazy for him. 
but they'd also go crazy to see Kumar Rocker throw 101 yeah. miles an hour with a nasty <laughs> slider. So there's a lot to get excited about on Sunday night of the draft. We always love hearing from you. You're the best. Have a great day, and we'll be watching MLB tonight. All right. Thank you, guys. Uh, say goodbye to Matthew for me. Will do. Matthew, uh, great <laughs> Matthew, Matthew is turning his microphone on right now. Yeah, fabulous hair. Great hair. Great, killing great, great games killing Dangerous the game right hair. Now. Dangerous hair. It yeah. has been. Yeah. And, and then when he, yeah. tells, he, tell, he tells us that he you know, he, he doesn't let the makeup people really mess with it, and he doesn't let a camera person ever shoot him no, from a different no. angle, you just got to respect That's it. Smart. He's putting in the work and the time. Know your side. Everybody's got a good side. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Hey, hon, what you doing with your fun? Do flowers have best friends? I don't know. Hey, look. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.